Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be taking a look at some of the top-ranked reasons for being bullied. Okay, before we get to the top-ranked reasons why kids get bullied, I want to share with you some statistics, and I want to explain to you why these numbers just don't add up. Now, national statistics have revealed that 75% of teachers believed They believed that they intervened in a bullying incident. But only 25% of the students believed that their teachers have intervened to stop bullying from occurring. Herein lies a very large problem. Why is the perception between students and teachers so different? And... In order to understand this, we have to understand what interventions are being used to stop the bullying. An intervention is only an intervention when it works. That's one thing that we have to understand. If you say to a kid when he comes to you and complains to you about being bullied, don't worry, I'll take care of it. In the kid's mind, that's an intervention and it's going to be taken care of. And most times it's not. Now, a typical scenario goes something like this. One child bullies another child. The child that was bullied reports the incident to his or her teacher. 
the teacher then speaks with the bully. The teacher now believes that the problem is taken care of and it won't happen again. And that might be the furthest thing from the truth. The bully now becomes angrier at the person who reported the bullying and continues to bully the same child, probably even worse. The child who bullied the the child who was bullied believes that the teacher didn't do anything about it. It's irrelevant to the victim that the teacher's talking to the bully about the problem because the bullying continues. Now, another scenario that occurs that I want us to be aware of is that a teacher could receive that report and then call up the parent of the bully and say, hi, you know, Mrs. Smith, Johnny's been bullying Jimmy in school. And the parent's reaction could be something like this. Oh, Izzy, did you see it? I got news for you. Johnny was bullied the other day. No one did anything about it. Now you're calling me about him bullying Jimmy? Unless you can, you know, unless you saw it, you know, don't don't come to me. That kid gave you that information. We don't know if he had a problem with my son or not. And the conversation ends on a sour note. Now, Johnny, who is a bully, comes to school the next day and with far more clout than he had the day before. Jimmy comes up to you and says, you know, Johnny's bullying me again. You're so intimidated by the parent that you go, go on, go on, don't be such a tattletale, sit down. And unwittingly, we give Johnny more clout in the class, and this is what the kid sees. Bullies are manipulative, they are liars, and they are sneaks. And, wh- and they are using those skills on us as teachers. Now, in the mind of the teacher... He or she intervened by speaking to the bully. The, the teacher assumed that the bullying that the bully would be compliant and actually stop bullying. What's missed here is that bullies are non-compliant. They're dis- and they're disrespectful and irresponsible. We know that speaking to a bully will never stop them. The only thing that stops a bully is a well thought out consequence that hits the bully right between the eyes. In other words, the ga- the loss has got to be greater than the gain or the satisfaction that the bully receives from bullying. You see, bullies, if you ask the question, do bullies have low self-esteem or high self-esteem? Well, they have high self-esteem when they're bullying. They have low self-esteem when they're not bullying. And so they almost end up with this self-esteem index, which is inside of them. They feel bad about themselves. They got to bully somebody. Our job as educators is to make the bully feel good about himself by doing something else that's not bullying that makes him feel good. Teachers and administrators, you know, we can soft pedal 
And the idea that talking to a bully will stop them are actually perpetuating the problem. They could be making it worse. If all bullies have to worry about is a talking to from their teacher or principal, they'll, they'll gladly take the chance. The loss is not that great and will continue with the behavior. Now, until we take a stance on this and understand that statistic and stop talking and start acting, there's always going to be a 50% discrepancy in that statistic between the perception of the student and the perception of the teacher. Now, what are some of the top-ranked, the highest-ranked reasons for being bullied? And I have five of them here, and they're broken down by grade level. Fourth grade through eighth grade, eighth grade through twelfth grade. And I think you could understand how these things kind of fit in if you're working either at an elementary level or at the secondary level. You know where the drama is and you know where the problems lie Okay, in your school with kids. Now... And it's broken down in terms of males and females. Males are bullied because they don't fit in as well as females. That's number one. They don't fit in. They might be odd. They might look different. They may act different. Remember, bullying occurs because of weakness and difference. The difference that a, that a victim projects and other people see, they will get bullied for it. They don't fit in. It's like the ugly duckling. It's the way it is. This kid either acts, talks, walks, dresses, or something funny that other people don't like about. Don't like about them. And by the way, none of these are good reasons. None of them. None of them. How could they be? I'm giving you some of the top-ranked reasons, but these are like, I was even stunned by it. Number two, males who they were friends with. Females, same thing. This is fourth through eighth grade. Who your friends are. Because maybe the bullies don't like some of the friends you hang around with. And we all, we all, have to understand every individual has the right to be spared oppression and repeated intentional humiliation in school and in society. And bullying is just a precursor to greater and more dangerous violence and it really does foster intense misery among students. So we have to understand that. Males, number three, physical weakness. Females, clothes worn. And I think that there is a rank and file on that because that probably with the types of clothes that girls wear, that may become a greater problem when they start to hit the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, kind of those middle school years. And boys, same thing with physical weakness. As other kids maybe in the seventh grade get involved with sports or 
physical activity or running and jumping or playing on the playground or whatever they do, they're seen as weak. Can't hit a baseball, can't throw a football, don't know how to shoot a basketball. They get they they end up with projecting that that aura or that uh, behavior out to others, and they end up getting bullied for it. Clothes worn by girls, you know, girls when they hit sixth, seventh, and eighth grade may be more in tune with being, you know, wearing what's in vogue and so on. And some of the more popular girls may be doing it, and and girls who are not that popular may not be doing it, and they get picked on for it. Males, short-tempered. Kid gets bullied, he reacts to it. So what happens? You bully him more. Why? Because you like seeing the reaction that the kid has. And with girls, it's facial appearance. And again, there's that rank and file as it goes up the ladder into higher grades and maybe makeup is starting. Maybe someone is developing acne, pimples, whatever the case may be. Girls get bullied for their facial appearance. And number five with males, clothing. The kid could be poor. The kid may not have the best clothes. Males, the kid, the kid may not know how to match clothes. And with girls, it's overweight. And here it comes, the body image issue. How females view their body. Therein lies that issue, which we've been dealing with for years. How females view their body. And you don't have to go far. You know, you just look at TV and you see every model, every movie star that's female, they're thin. It wasn't just until recently we started having, you know, some movie stars who were female that may have been a little bit uh, bigger in terms of their body, but they got beyond it because their acting skills were so good. And it didn't get to them. And the biggest reason that they may want to lose weight is strictly for health reasons. Not because they're getting bullied because of how they look or their weight. This is a lifelong, this has been going on since the flood with body image issues. And girls get picked on for it. I'm going to share a story with you guys coming up in one of the next episodes, and it's called Husky. And it deals with male body image issues that you start to get when you're a kid. Now, 8th grade through 12th grade, once again, didn't fit in, didn't fit in, are number one. Then number two for for males on the list is physical weakness. Why? They're getting older and it's becoming more and more obvious that they don't know 
how to participate in some of the more physical activities. And this could start in gym class because it's noticeable. Can't do push-ups, can't do, don't know how to spike a, a volleyball, can't shoot a basketball, they get picked on for it. Number two for girls at the higher level, here it is, facial appearance. Facial appearance. Number three for males is they're short-tempered. That moved up a little bit as they got older. And number three for girls is they cried and were emotional. And then this becomes where the drama starts at the high school level. And then the girl cries or she's emotional. She isolates herself. She doesn't want to have any friends. She doesn't have a boyfriend. Everyone else around her, as she sees it, is, you know, enjoying life and she's miserable. Number four for males, grades 8 through 12, who their friends were. Greater visibility at the high school level and who you're hanging around with because you're changing classes and so on. And who you sit with in the cafeteria and the like. And girls, number four overweight once again the body image issue number five for males once again clothing eight through twelve and believe it or not females in grades eight through twelve one of the reasons for being bullied can you believe this is good grades good grades how good their grades are which I find amazing. But girls can be t- girls can be tough on one another for a variety of reasons. Once again, facial appearance, too emotional, overweight, you know, and so on. And I find it amazing when the kids were in the fourth through the eighth grade, number three on the list for females was clothes worn. Clothes worn. And you have a lot of kids that are very unique and like to dress a certain way. My middle daughter, who's now 23 years old, she would wear two different two different uh, socks, didn't have the matching pair. She liked jewelry. She liked to dress in a very unique way. And... No one bothered her. Nobody bothered her. At the high school level, they didn't bother her because everyone was dressing a little bit differently. That's why I find it interesting. And, well, it kind of disappears when you get to the 8th through the 12th grade, but it starts to crop up again in males. Number five, clothing, which is incredible. Incredible. So there are some of your highest ranked reasons for being bullied. Now, this is Friday. It's whatever it is, October 11th, I believe. Yeah, October 11th. And what I'm going to put up 
in the episode description is a free ebook on bullying and it is contained in it contained in it are is this information that I just shared with you it's a free ebook immediate download you just have to click on it and it'll take you right to the page where you can download it no strings no nothing it's yours for free so make sure you get to that I'm going to ask you also to visit the Bullyproof Classroom and visit the store and really start to take a look at what's going on in there. And then the and that and you'll have a link in the episode description as well. Then what I'd like you to do, I have a donate link in the episode description. Please donate a buck, two dollars, three dollars. This podcast, in terms of running, it doesn't run on its own, and it does require work and effort, and at times money to keep it moving. So what we want we want to do is we are looking for donations, and through your donations, you'll be given access to some special stuff that not everybody will get. You may have a. Um, sneak peek into a a podcast. You may be an exclusive listener to certain podcasts. So please take the time. Please take the time. Next thing, something new. I am looking for people to interview who were bullied. Who were bullied. Or maybe still are bullied. Or maybe are involved with workplace Uh, harassment and intimidation whatever it is okay you can contact me through the through the podcast my email address is there on the podcast all you have to do is email me we'll set it right up i'll send you a link you call in we'll do the show and then i'll do a little editing and we'll put it up on the on the anti-bullying 101 um put it up as an episode So think about that. Think about that as well. Now, we're moving forward. I'm going to be doing, I'm trying to do a show on Mondays and Fridays. So look for it on Mondays and Fridays. Monday, I'll have another one come out in terms of, and and I may be dealing with that issue that I just cited earlier, the article called Husky. And I think you'll enjoy that. Tell your friends if you like this podcast. Spread it around. Today's Friday, October 11th. Let's have a great day. Let's see if we can be a blessing to somebody. Always remember, always remember that you carry your own weather around with you. My name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.